We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Okay, so I don't know. Four or five months ago, Lunchbox watched Amy's sister's TV show, Building Roots on HGTV. Oh, that's right, right? That's correct. Yeah. So we watched it. We were very excited because, hold on, don't give me a review yet. We watched it because we were excited that Amy's sister, who we've known forever, who I've known forever, got a TV show. Crazy. Just doing their job they already do. She wasn't like trying to get a TV show. They, the, the show is based on their business. In Colorado. So the HGTV was already looking for a Colorado-based design-build firm. And they've... What does that mean, design-build? Like they do... They create the concept for you, design it, and then hire all the construction to... They do landscaping. They do interior. They do from the ground up. They do pools. They do everything. And so he started the company back in like 2003 or 2004 in Austin. And so when they transitioned to Colorado, they found them on Instagram. They're like, we like your stuff. Would you do a TV show? And the whole process took like four years to come to fruition. It was not overnight. Happens. Yeah. Goes on. Lunchbox reviews it. Says, I don't like the show that much. And we're like, your opinion? Okay. Life goes on. Show finishes. Lunchbox is like, I got an idea because we had a hole in his roof. Have him come rebuild my house. Correct, because I had a tree branch fall. I had three ro- three holes in my ceiling, and I was like, look, this show needs some ratings boost. If they want to come do- You don't know what the ratings were. But I know it'll be better with me on it okay. because their personalities are not very good. 
And so why do you keep doing that? Okay, go ahead. I'm just telling you yeah, that yeah, yeah. this is how it came about. And so I was like, guys, what you need to do is come fix my house, put a celebrity on TV, and boom, you'll get a second season. Well, then we told them when people do those shows, they have to pay for their own stuff. And I said, I'll take out a loan. Okay, so then we're here, <laughs> and then it turns into what? It turns into you hooked him up with a producer. Well, so the producer heard the segment because my sister, like, I guess, sent it and was like, hey, here's this. And they were dying laughing. She emailed me. She said, is Lunchbox serious? I'd like to talk to him. So I sent Lunchbox her contact info, and then they talked. Oh, boy. So Who? Casting he, director. He talked, well, he talked to a producer, producer and, and a, a casting, casting person. Like, and they're the all in. They love me. Okay. They absolutely want me on their show. Okay. And so we are, we're in negotiations. I didn't even really know he talked to the casting director. Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, oh, my gosh, can you email me, blah, 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 details, some pictures. I mean, she is, I mean, she loves me. She, I love your story. You're so good. You would be, you, you'd be the A segment on it. She said that. She said A segment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, segment or No, no, no. A. Oh, only one segment? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. A segment. No, no. I know, but still then. But, you think she but, meant but, but you're not, or A? I a. think even if she meant A, do they feature two people? Yeah. yeah so they have a main. Oh, wait, your own episode? They have a main Thing, and know, then they have a side project. But I'd be the main. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me. I'd be the main. And you're going to take out a loan to do this? <laughs> Absolutely. But just to be on TV? He's be on so TV, guys. I told you to guys I need TV. to be on TV. So the, you didn't know that they had contacted him back? I knew that he had talked to the producer. They've emailed me like three times. I guys. knew that a casting director is obviously involved in the process, but I didn't know he had already had that conversation. So like here big. we are. This is breaking. Hey, breaking news! Breaking news! Thank you, breaking news! Hey, so what's it, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, I think they're coming. I think they're coming to my house. We're going to do something. I mean, I'm going to have to find a loan officer somewhere, and I guess at a bank. I think he said loan shark. Oh, yeah. Can I said, throw a wrinkle in here? Yeah. Please, please. Okay, so I already know that they had castings for other people in Nashville, like that, because that's how shows work. And they have all kinds of submissions for like the main thing. <laughs> and so, also, I am being considered. And so, I wonder oh. if they're trying to choose between me and Lunchbox for the B segment. No, no, no. no. They told me I'd be A. <laughs> so, what if they say you're B? I don't want to do it. I need to be the main. So you're gonna walk. You're gonna. You're I, saying it right now. Yeah. Because we're gonna send this to the producer. If I'm B, I'm if out. you're B, you would be. What if I'm A and you're B and we're together? Hey, Amy, let me tell you, they're but not considering you for A. My project's really not A. You're telling Amy they're not considering. Yeah, they already told me. I don't think Amy I have a big enough. <laughs> project. They, told, they, they already <laughs> told me Amy could only, it could only be a B, so we need an A. Well, maybe I got a little work I can have done. Oh, I gotta pay for it, huh? Never mind. I'm all good. Yeah, so Amy, I mean, I don't, want to, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but you're Dude, B. You're not, yes, you're I not. have to pay for it, even though I'm a sister. That's, yeah. yeah. You know, I am on a level. Yeah, it's like, this is work I would consider having done anyways. Not it's me. Just, that would, I, <laughs> not me. I'm a, you don't even care about the work. I don't even care about the work. You want to pay to get on TV. I want to pay to get on TV. Okay. Okay, you can just buy public access time. No, it's not Much cheaper. Okay. I mean, how great would this be? Well, I'm intrigued. Well, so guess what? I have a call with the casting director today. You gonna say A or I'm out? I don't know. I, I already told you you're not A. I, I'm telling you. We've well, what already, if it's a different episode? We've already gone over it. What well, if it's a different episode? I, yes, Amy. Amy's waving I, her hands at me for some reason. I don't know. I why just I think they're doing so. It's a Colorado-based show, obviously, and they're kind of maybe gonna do an episode in Nashville and maybe an episode in Austin because that is like those are two mm. cities they thought would be interesting. So I, I, I don't know. Now I'm nervous that there is a different A, and Lunchbox and I are fighting for B. No, no, Amy. I am telling you. 
that you are B and I am A. <laughs> like, I have already had these conversations. Okay. Like, I know you don't I mean, want... you are ahead of me in this whole process. I know, because so I'm A. Okay. We... I don't know what to say here. Yeah, I don't either. Hey, watch me on HGTV. Hey, That's what I got to say. Hey. Let's go. Okay. Well, How cool is this? We know Lunchbox just jumps the gun and doesn't really. Oh, even, yeah. He's yeah. looking for houses in L.A. Yeah. before. <laughs> exactly. So I can't really trust him right and now. And like, how much does he think? Like, because he has a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. What is that going to cost you? Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know. Go talk to the loan shark. You don't care? No. Get a loan, man. That's what they're for. <laughs> Get a loan, man. That's what they're for. I mean, that's what loans are yeah, for, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Well, there's that. I did not know it was going to get into that, but this is exciting news. Yes, it's pretty cool, huh? It's exciting news. A for Lunchbox. Yep. And maybe B for me. Or B. You have to be on the show. It's your sister. What if Amy gets on and Lunchbox doesn't? Mm, I'm going to feel bad. Not, that that drama. Hey, ratings dip. Well, maybe Lunchbox, you could stop by. <laughs> hey, he's, I brought he's, you cookies. He's the Urkel of that episode. <laughs> the neighbor. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm very fortunate that I have a mother-in-law that I get along with. Sometimes I think my husband's family is just too close. They're pretty much together every Sunday for dinner, especially in the summer. And while I love our time together, it can get exhausting. I'm a working mom, so I just want to spend my Sunday nights doing nothing. But instead, we load up in the car. We drive half hour to his parents' house for dinner, and I'm usually put to work the minute I get there. I'm always helping with something. Now, I don't want to stop doing these dinners, but I would love if it maybe wasn't every Sunday How do I break this to my husband and his family? Am I being unreasonable to not want to continue these family dinners every week? How would you handle it? This is a cue from Katie. That's how she signed it. Uh, Eddie, I'll go to you on this one first. (laughs) This is a tough one, man. I think you've been married the longest of anyone here on the show. Yes, and I relate to it in a weird way. And it took me uh, some distance because my family is the close one, for sure. I mean, when we lived down in Texas, my family was over. They would do surprise visits even, like, just oh, show up. From out of town and yes. stay at the house. That's and not a knock and stay for an hour surprise visit. No, no, no. And my wife was like, look, she was very vocal about it and would tell me that she wasn't comfortable with that and she would like a little bit of space. And I really didn't get it until we we moved away and my family wasn't in the same state. And then I realized, dang, we were pretty close. So maybe in this scenario, they just need to talk about it. She needs to talk to her husband and say, hey, I'm just not comfortable with this. Can we just move it to... Once every other week or once every two weeks or something. Really, it's a hard egg to crack, but once everything's out in the open, I think it'll work out. So you're saying go for it, experience the uncomfortableness, and it will be uncomfortable for a while, but what you're getting from it long-term is better than the short-term uncomfortableness. Bingo. That's how I feel about working out. I hate it. It's uncomfortable short-term. I hate it, but I get more from it long-term, right? Yeah, you're always glad you did it. Oh, that's a tough one, though. I are, are my in-laws live in another state, right? And right now we've been married a year. I, they're awesome, and maybe it's because they live far away. Maybe it's because we only see them when it's. But we, I spend enough time with them, and I text with them, and like I text with Caitlin's dad all the time about sports. He's a big OU football guy, big Arkansas. I don't know. I feel like they're pretty awesome, so I don't feel like I can speak on this other than that I would agree with Eddie's sentiment that sometimes short-term uncomfortableness is good for long-term growth. And that's with so many things. Right, yeah. And, and I get it because, you know, that's culture. That I mean, that's just the way his family works. He's going to be offended. By the way, he's go- 
He's going to be upset when you bring this up. Correct. And he's going to react in a way that's not going to be positive. He's going to be like, what? You know this is... <laughs> yes. But sometimes, and I say this because Caitlin has to do this to me because I do that. I react in ways. If I get my reaction all out and then I calm down and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think I can't fully go with what you're saying, but I can, I, can, I can definitely lean into that a little more. You're right about that. I think that could probably happen here. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. And you can let them know you're tired. You have the kids. You have the job. I mean, you have everything. So maybe it's three weekends a month. Yeah. There that, are all these negotiations. Yeah, Everything's a negotiation. Start small and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. And Or just go every Sunday, but you do no help. <laughs> that, that's not going to fly. You do nothing. <laughs> you just want to eat. All right. Thank you for the email. Good luck with this. We appreciate you sharing that with us. And that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Parenting with Eddie, who has four kids. He has four boys. Four boys. And they're between the ages of 13 and zero. Three. Yeah. It's the youngest. Yeah, yeah, zero. Mm -hmm. you know, all all mm -hmm. in between. Uh, and so you're going to make them all do their own laundry now? Oh, I'm over it. But I thought that was your thing now. I know. I'm over I am now delegating it to them because... I have one son who changes four or five times a day. That, that's a lot. Ridiculous. So he just gets home and he's like, ah, I don't like this shirt. He takes a he's shower. Like Reba. Yeah. He exactly. just shows up and goes full Reba. He thinks it's a show. It's not. And I'm I'm over it. And my teenager, him too. His he lets his laundry get out of control. And he doesn't no one helps me. It's me folding clothes all day. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm buying them all separate laundry bins. So the 13-year-old, 14-year-old has his own, the 7 and 8, they have their own, and the baby has their own, and I'm going to do the laundry. Hey, I'm not giving up completely. I will put it in the washer, I will dry them in the drying machine, and then I will- Drying machine? Whatever. Jet clamp it? The dryer. <laughs> okay? And then I will pull it out in a big, big, big pile and throw it in their room. And they're in charge of folding them and hanging them up. You know what the room's going to be full of, right? Laundry. Laundry that's not been folded and has not been hung up. No, it's not acceptable to not have your laundry put up. But also with your 14-year-old, like, he can start doing the whole thing. I agree, but I mean, baby steps. To me, what it's What do you like, do with a baby? You can throw his... Yeah, yeah, and how does a three-year-old? Three hey, like, kid. He's got to learn early. Does he? Yes. Maybe you give him like three things and he has to fold like it. Like three shirts? Yes, like okay. three things. You yeah, teach him how to do it. Okay. Yeah. But he's like doing the whole you know potty training thing, so he's got a lot of dirty laundry too. But that's, again, not his fault. <laughs> yeah. You're blaming he's the three-year-old. Yeah, yeah, the baby. Yeah, good call, good call. Yes. So what does your wife say about this? She thinks that they're going to not care and they're going to look like just wrinkled. Oh, they are. But that's not my problem. Yes, it is. I think I'm teaching them, Bones, that if they want to look wrinkled, then you're not going to have a lot of opportunities. It's almost like when you talk to Lunchbox and say, hey, man, you don't dress right. Like, you're not going to have opportunities. This is a lesson for them saying, hey, if you're not looking right, no one's going to take you serious. Yeah, they're kids. They don't care. Dang it. You, you, good luck with the science experiment, but you're going to throw it in the room. It's never going to leave the floor. And they're going to grab stuff and put it on from the floor and throw it right back in the floor. And then it's going to get mixed up, the dirty, the clean. They have to wash it all Unless again. Unless there's consequences for not putting your clothes That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But what are you no saying? No dinner. No. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Say we've already gone. <laughs> no, to I like next, this. Uh, now, we no. got to be tough. Okay. And that we were, and before Eddie gets uh, in trouble by the law, we're going to go play this song. Yeah. Eddie, good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. All right. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
11-year-old Ava Burke from Maine, she celebrates her birthday, but she doesn't do it like most 11-year-olds do. She asks not for presents, but for her friends and family to donate backpacks. So she gets all these backpacks and she delivers them to community students that are going back to school. Last year, she got 130 backpacks. This year, she has collected over 200. Wow. I mean, kids don't do this, guys. What would you do if your kid came to you and said, Dad, I want to do it. Instead of my birthday, I don't want to go to whatever place. I don't want to gift. I want to donate. Bones, I would cry. I would cry and give them the biggest hug because my kids would never, ever think of this. Like, they would never. They have a list of 20 toys before they would think about donating them. Do you put any of that blame on yourself for not prioritizing others? And that's how your kids often um, learn and accept truth from their parents. I don't know what you're trying to say here, but no. <laughs> no. Dude, I'm telling you, when they're in the car, I try to help. I try to pull over and help people that are stranded on the side of the road. I try to be an example to, in front of them to show them, hey, you need to do things for other people, but this is not sticking to them. So when I read stories like this, I'm like, gosh, I wish my kids were like Ava. That's awesome. Ava, great job. Eddie wishes you were his kid. I do. I do. That's awesome. <laughs> that is a great story, and that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Elder versus Millennial. Eddie, how old are you? Oh, Eddie, how old are you? 43 years old. I'm an old man. Ray played that music loud in my ear. How's it going? Morgan, how old are you? I'm 28 years old. You guys have your buzzers? Oh, yeah. Eddie, ring your buzzer. Okay, that's, that's Eddie's you buzzer. same poo-poo pee-pee. Morgan? What is that? It's Kim Possible. Never heard that in my life. It's like the, the best millennial show ever. And Eddie, that's why you are elder. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> All right, buzz in if you know the answer. Your goal is to steal the other person's questions. The first question is an elder question. What television personality has been the hostess of Wheel of Fortune since... Eddie? That's Vanna White. Correct. Vanna White. Ever heard of her, Morgan? Yes, but I was thinking of the guy's name. I just... Yeah. He said hostess. I know, but I was thinking of the guy. What's his name? I don't know. Pat Sajak? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Millennial question. What television personality has been the host of ridiculousness for 20... 20- Morgan. Rob Deerdick. Correct. Wow. Excuse me? Wow. Yeah. Who is that? Elder question. It has a clip. Here's the song. When a man loves a woman. Eddie's ringing in without knowing the question. Go ahead. That's Michael Bolton. When a man loves a woman was the number one song for what artist in 1991? Yeah! It was Michael Bolton. Woo! All right. Millennial question. It has a song. Here we go. The Way, featuring Mac Miller, was a song, Morgan. Ariana Grande? Correct. Wow. From what artist debut album in 2013? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Got it. Two to two. Nobody's stolen anything yet. <sighs> Elder question. What was Jody Sweeten's character name on... Eddie? That's Stephanie. That's correct. <laughs> Eddie rolled his categories. Morgan, you're up. You got to get this one to stay in. I know, in. I know. What was Aubrey Drake Graham's character's name on Degrassi? Uh, Aubrey Graham Drake. What was his character's name on Degrassi? 
I'll let her miss this one. Do you know it? No. Because I don't know it. <laughs> no chance. Oh, man. Um, I'm... Morgan? Michael. That's incorrect. Eddie? I'll guess Drake. Drake, oh, Drake. No, no, Drake. Drake. <laughs> Drake, Drake. No, Drake. No, no, Drake. Drake, Drake? Played, no, Drake played the... Drake. No. No, no, Drake. <laughs> the answer is Jimmy Brooks. Oh. Eddie is the elder. Eddie is the winner. Yeah. Which, by the way, Eddie, you're the champion. That's five. That's five? That's five. Well, let's go! <laughs> We've been giving Morgan shows from back in our day to review. Morgan, you're how old? I am 28. And so you'd never seen Beavis and Butthead. Never seen Beavis and Butthead. Nope. It got the lowest score of all that we've given her. It's yeah. terrible. A 0. 0.5 out of 5. <laughs> 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 the Goonies did terrible on her list. It got 2 out of 5 truffle shuffles, which I thought was a bit low. Seinfeld, also pretty bad. 2.5 out of 5 jackets. Boo. Austin Powers, 1 out of 5 groovy babies. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Now, some of the ones that she liked, Back to the Future, 4 out of 5 DeLoreans. The Karate Kid, 4.5 out of 5 Cobra Kai's. Shawshank, five out of five. So she's not being a hater to all the stuff from our day. But I had her watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's Keanu Reeves, if you ask me, his finest work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's his finest work. So, Morgan, this moves from 1989. It gets an 81% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. But what does Morgan the Millennial give it? Well, it started out so cheesy. And I was like, it's oh, from 89. listen. Yeah. Oh, great. Like, this felt like it was going to be Beavis and Butthead in real life. That's what, the what first you 30 minutes. Like, they're like bros. Like, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very stupid. They're playing air guitar. They don't really Excellent. care about life. Yeah. Right? So the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this is going to be the stupidest movie ever. But it started to pick up when they started picking up the history characters. And there was this whole adventure. And I actually really enjoyed it when it came to Boom. all the history characters, like, living out in real life. That was my favorite part. So great. Beef oven. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really cool concept. I, I would love to see history characters actually in real life now. So I ended up really liking it, and I give it 3.5 out of 5 phone booths. All right, we'll take That's that. Pretty good. Wow. We'll take that. So that was my favorite movie from much of my life. Loved it. Still one of my top five ever because I enjoyed it and learned so much about it, and it even inspired me to learn about Joan of Arc, a little bit of Beethoven, although I never got that classical music but Socrates all of that so I think even for when I was young that was not only a fun movie but it kind of secretly made you learn stuff so I think that's why I loved it so much and I loved it. 69 that's the root but that's the root of 69 for me I know whatever it says but that was always funny to me as a kid not even know it so yes Bright you thought it was cool yeah I, that's how I felt I was like I would like to watch this movie and enjoy history this way I would probably have learned more in history class if it was like that movie. All right, we're going to assign you a 3.5 out of 5 for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And so now we assign her something else and we give her a few weeks to watch it. Here we go. No rush. But Morgan, have you ever seen the movie Stand By Me? Oh, oh so good. Oh my no, guys. I mean, not good. Don't, no, 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 don't answer <laughs> that either. Have you ever seen Stand By Me? I don't think so. Who's in it? You've never seen it. Jerry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jerry O'Connell as a kid. Corey Feldman? Cor yeah. Yes. Not ringing a bell. Leaches. So I don't think so. You, nothing. You, you, uh, River, River Phoenix. Phoenix? Nothing? Nope. Stand By Me, 1986. You were born what year? 1993. Okay, so it came out uh, way, way, way before you were born. Uh, <laughs> it's only an hour and 29 minutes. 
I like a short movie. Train! Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, is it yeah. a comedy or sci-fi? What's the vibe of that It's not sci-fi. I'd say it's about life. Yeah. The genre? Life. life. <laughs> so like Shawshank Redemption, maybe? Mm-hmm. Not really. We're, we're just gonna say you guys are not giving me a genre here. <laughs> yeah, we're not. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you watch Stand By Me. We're not going to say anything about it. We don't, we're not going to tell you if we think it's good or not. Are we, guys? No. no. We're not going to say anything. Nothing. Done. <laughs> you guys reacted... Oh, so good. Sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> you just say it and it hits me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It hits me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. The, the the genre is life. And I don't think that's a movie genre, but we're going with hey, it. Hey, it will be. It will be to you, you real will. soon, Morgan. You will realize. And then we'll check in with you in a few weeks or so. All right. Do you accept the challenge? I do accept it. All right, there she is. Morgan, she will watch Stand By Me next after she loved Bill and Ted. A school in Georgia was on lockdown. They thought there was a gun. But actually, it was one of those massage guns. Oh, Oh, like a Theragun? Yeah, that your daughter was taking to school. Yeah, she was charging people a dollar a minute. The student in question admitted he had the massager and pointed it at another student, but police confirmed that it was nothing. Like, no physical harm. But they're glad that somebody said something. Yeah. Because you always want to say something, even if you're wrong, better than not saying something. Right. Um, So, Fox 5 Atlanta had the story. I just thought of your daughter. Mm Is she going to try that in high school now? I don't think so. We'll see what happens. So much money. I'd pay for that. Like, if somebody showed up today and was like, hey, I'm going to check out the gun. Oh, I I sure would, Eddie. Thank you. Oh, $1 a minute. I'd be like, dang, you got me. There you go. It's a dollar. Venmo, Eddie. That's the right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Some kids started school last week. Some are starting this week. Some the following. So, a teacher is speaking out about what parents should not do with teachers. She's uh, send their drugs in their backpack with their kid. Oh, yeah, that's that, that happens bad. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That didn't make the top five, but no. I'm sure it's on there. Okay. Okay. So don't call for a meeting with them without explaining why it's needed. But some parents, they just, you know, want to talk to the teacher. But and maybe you say that. Give though. them specific. This is a general meeting. I like to catch up on the overall body of work that my child is doing. Yeah, that yeah. sounds normal. But at least you can say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll decide if they want to meet with you or not. Don't try to be friends with a teacher. Like a quick hi will do. You don't have to stop them and talk about a lot. Don't believe that your kids' complaints are, you know, factual without hearing the teacher's side of things. Don't reach out to the teacher unless there is something they absolutely need to know. And then when you give them gifts, skip the cliche coffee mugs and apples, etc. Try to be different. What do you think, Eddie? She gave, gave all these things. You got four of them. Man, you know what I do when I'm with the, we meet the teachers? I follow on Instagram. So now I want to be friends with them. And look, if I need a meeting, oh. there's no meeting. Just DM. Hey, hey, my son said this. Whatever. They DM back. That's how it works. Whoa, do you ever see anything? Like, you don't feel like you should see a teacher That's doing? another reason why I follow them. I want to see how risque they are outside of the classroom. Wait, what? Because uh, that just turned that creepy. sounds weird. Well, yeah. no. That, yeah, that just it's, turned creepy. Guys, it's for my kids. I mean. Yeah, yeah it's for your okay. kids. Your wife walks in. No, 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 it's for the kids. <laughs> okay. hey, Amy, what else you got? Have you ever had to quit a job before? Mm, yes. But, mm, I don't know. <sighs> no. Yes, I've had to quit to move to other jobs. Yeah. Well, but you've always kind of been in radio. You've No, I had to quit a roofing job. I had to quit my job at the marina. I had to quit working at a restaurant, but always to do something else. Okay. And go, hey, I got to go. I got to go. I got to move. Well, four and five of us have quit a job before, and I have the top reasons why you might want to leave. Boss sucks. Radio job's better. You want your career. Oh. You want to leave and and chase I quit a job to come work for you. Yeah, go ahead. 
And that was not easy for me to do. Uh, coworkers are no good. Schedule is so awful. So far, we're all quitting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got a better job offer. doesn't pay enough. And bad boss or bad management. Well, three out of five for you guys. And then I also decided to look up, like, if you're trying to quit and how you can do it gracefully, you should definitely do it in person. Make sure you give two weeks notice. Write a letter of resignation. Uh, you know, set the employer up for success. And then write a goodbye email to coworkers. Yeah, most times that didn't happen. <laughs> Most times you don't like it because you're leaving and you don't Uh like them. And uh, it is good, though, to be cool because they will get a call going, hey, are they good? You know, that always comes back. Yes. What else? Uh, Darius Rucker is having to speak out against scammers that are posing as him on social media. He said that his team of people has to shut down over 200 scams a month. And so he's like, hey, guys. You, if you think you're talking to me, my family, my crew, or my band, you're not. <laughs> we are not talking to you. He said it's got to have a blue check mark. It's not him, and they are shutting them down as fast as they can. But they keep popping up. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. When 17-year-old Fallon O'Regan noticed his apartment building where he lives in Pennsylvania was on fire, he was like, all right, I got to help people. He and his downstairs neighbor, Robert, moved a nearby trampoline over to the apartment so residents trapped on the third floor could jump onto the trampoline. So So smart. Fallon says (laughs) some of his neighbors first tossed their dogs Partially just to see, partially to save the dogs. That was the test, the dogs? Well, they were like, we, I gotta, <laughs> we want to, yeah. You, you know, what What was the true intention? A test or to save the dogs? But the dogs were okay. They, boing, they landed. Uh, one person did hurt their leg during jumping. You almost got to jump and then like, Ugh, like Yes, break uh, your other, fall. Otherwise, you're going to go, boing, and then yeah. back up into the window again. <laughs> you never want that. You jump down, you're like, I'm free, boing, right back in. Uh, but it mostly helped other than the one person to hurt their leg. Uh, several residents had to be taken to the hospital for smoke inhalation. All 18 people were displaced by the fire, but nobody died. And the outcome could have been so different had they not pulled the truck. It just sounds like a cartoon, it right? Really it really does. It really does. Yeah, it sounds like a Three Stooges cartoon, something. I'm picturing them all jumping and then doing flips and little you know, backflips and doing tricks while they're jumping. <laughs> getting, getting their TikTok views up. Like, film this. Uh, but Fallon O'Regan and the neighbor Robert, good thinking, good thinking. Got that uh, trampoline out there and everybody's rocking it. All right, that's good news and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The single most unifying position held by Americans is appreciation for those who protect our freedom and our families. You can help honor fallen or disabled U.S. service members and first responders by donating to Folds of Honor. They award scholarships to make sure the educational dreams of their sons and daughters and spouses live on. They have a four at a four-star ranking on Charity Navigator, so you can give with confidence at foldsofhonor.org. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.